The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix Podcast. Tune in today. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. Well, cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Here's to gossip. Should we get into the gossip? Let's get into <laughs> it. Kia ora, and welcome along to a very special pop-up edition of The Real Pod. My name's Jane Yee. I'm joined by Duncan Grieve and Alex Casey, your usual host, but also... Colin's Cranny. Colin's Cranny. Colin's Cranny. 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 Colin's Cranny. Colin Mathura Jeffrey. Welcome along. I'm so happy to be here. Hey, I love you guys. Oh, we love you too. We're rounding up Gossip Week here on the spin-off, and this is the moment it's all been leading up to, basically. We're going to talk gossip and set the scene for us, Alex. What, what's what's in front of you here? Well, you've put on a lovely spread, Jane. We've got a, a Nando sauce bucket. Okay, I don't feel like I want to be blamed for this. I think <laughs> we've put on a, a spread. <laughs> a Nando sauce bucket, which is actually a, a, a nice bucket, full of ice and also a lovely... Is this, is this champagne? Yeah. It is champagne. This is, actually, this is verified champagne and... Um, some cream donuts and lamingtons, which I believe are two of your favourite things. They are my absolute favourite. When I was at university, I'd eat so many donuts as a model, and my friends would go, one day that'll catch up with you. And it has. <laughs> <laughs> I'd argue that it hasn't. <laughs> um, I do need to apologise for the high-low nature of the, uh, the spread in front of you. The bakery that I went to, not the best. Possibly the worst. Possibly the, the very, very worst. It is it's fresh reassuring. cream. It's not mock cream, but we're all in this together, you know? Sometimes you just got to live life on the edge, right? You know, when I did Hottest Home Baker, I'd often, whatever I put in my mouth, I'd go, what doesn't, you know, kill me? Only makes me, only makes me thinner. So I'm all for it. Put some oysters on there. Should we open, should we open the bubs? Yes. Okay. I feel like you'd be good at this, Colin. I'd... I just love it. Now, how it essential is so... this? Is like bubbles to gossip, Colin? And your terrible. Right. I mean, in my own situation, I've I've revealed information, and is this why we're having this? Because I've revealed <laughs> too much information afterward. Because I just I love loose lips sink ships, and bubbles absolutely loosens the lips. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's sink some ships. What is the the craziest piece of gossip you've heard about yourself? Uh, I think I've heard negative things about me, and I think you know it depends on what's crazy. You know, you when you hear about when you hear gossip about other people, you can have a great laugh about it, but then when it's about yourself, you can you take it very personally. Mm-hmm. And, and I've heard terrible things about me from absolute strangers, and then I've heard really funny things like I'm. I'm worth about $80 million and things like that, you know, so ridiculous things. So it either goes one or the other. Where does this gossip come from when it's about yourself? Do you hear it when you're out and about with the bubbles, etc.? Is this online? Where is it happening? Never people that know you, really. Mm. And um, like I tell my friends, you can't uh, stamp it shut. You've got to let it grow. You've got to actually take all the poison 
and then give it to me. Like, tell me. So then, and then ring me and let me have it out publicly with this person or tell me and I'll turn up. But when there is potentially damaging information doing the rounds about you, whether it's true or not, how tempting is it to get involved and set the record straight? I've done that. I've hunted down the people. Okay, tell us more. <laughs> how do, no, how do they mean? <laughs> I feel like I remember a very specific tweet that mentioned, I will find you. <laughs> I will hunt you down. What's that about? Well, I, I, I'm not afraid. You know, often we're told, um, whether we're on, when I've been on television, etc., to not engage. But there's no support. There's no... And then, and then also, if your friends are forced to back you up, that's not fair. So how do people, like, so when you get to the source, like someone... No, yeah, you know, so when I get to the source, like, when I find them yeah. and walk into their work <gasps> and walk straight up to them and say, hello, you have something to say to me. I hope that's not what this is. <laughs> no, 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 no. You I did mean, literally just walk into our work. <laughs> said, right up to us. Said, hello. We don't give you champagne, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you do it. So this has happened. Yeah. So what? Well, describe an example of that. And, and so how did, like, the thing I'm curious about is how they respond and what their sort of, their cover story or, or well, their I explanation is for it. being in a bar having a drink and there was a person who would, who was saying really negative things about me online. And um, and people would screen grab it and send it to me. And I thought, I don't know this person. And, and so just really awful things, but spelling my name off, slightly off. So I don't, you know, I can't see it or it's anything. It's not coming up in your Google name search. Alert. When I'm searching myself yes. every morning. No, <laughs> no, and no, I don't. And um, <laughs> But then I looked up the person and I looked and I, Worked out where they worked. I worked out who they were and everything. I'm in this bar having a drink with my brother and some friends. And I look and this person walks in with his friends. They sit down at the table. And I waited until they were comfortable. And then I walked right over, right, and stood right over the person. I said, hi, so you have a lot to say about me. Let's hear it all. And he looked up and I said, why so quiet? And he looked horrified. I said, do you have anything to say? And he just couldn't look at me. He just sat there. It was like he was shrinking. And I smiled and I said, nothing, nothing at all. I said, that's really disappointing. I expected a lot more in this moment because um, you're such a big man online. And then I, <laughs> then I walked over and as I was walking back, all my friends started clapping and I turned around <laughs> and they were all leaving. They all, as soon as I turned my back and was three feet away, they fled. <laughs> and you so, never, never heard from him again? He, he no, stopped. never. Right. Something I want to know about you is that you are very good at keeping secrets. You know a lot about a lot of people, but you pride yourself on I do. being a bit of a <clears> lot of box. My question is, how do you keep secrets? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think um, upbringing. Mm. I think I was really told, you know, if you're privy to some information, really do keep it to yourself. But a couple of things happened there. I do find it strange when people start sharing secrets with me. And sometimes I've gone, stop right there. That's a bit too much information for me. And I don't want to compromise you or me in a situation. God, you're good. That's so responsible. Yeah. I would never do that. Neither. And, and I'd be three <laughs> bottles deep in a, <laughs> something. In the... That's amazing self-control because I would be, give me the tea. I'll do my best to hold on to it, but she's a leaky little vessel. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. Sometimes other people's secrets, especially when you're holding so many, 
can become a, a weight of sorts, a, a right? A burden, a burden. And also, um, I went to lunch with Lorraine Downs, mm-hmm. and we actually talked a bit about gossip and gossiping people. And um, someone had just said, is Lorraine dating someone? And I said, I don't, I don't know. Um, and they said, He's dating, she's dating this man. And I was like, oh, you know, just as I was going into lunch with Lorraine. And then Lorraine said, I'm seeing someone. It hadn't been revealed. Mm. And I went, oh. (laughs) 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 And then she just looked at me. The look was just piercing. And she said, do you know I'm seeing him? And I just, yes, you know, (laughs) and um, because I couldn't lie I couldn't mm. but I but what had happened again unfortunately in that moment I was given some information and told don't say anything and I hate that mm. you know provided some gossip but then don't say anything and then um so you're forced essentially forced into a lie to a friend yeah and yeah. I don't want to lie and I don't want to lie so I said yes I I do know and are you in love and she said yeah I am and then we then we just went on to this really open lovely tangent and not that this is the reason why, but when I got home, she changed her relationship status, <laughs> and um, and I thought, oh, that's beautiful. But maybe it was you. No, maybe it, it you isn't. gave her the it's... confidence to just make it public. No, I think I think she was ready to. But um, it was an interest. I love Lorraine, and it was an interesting moment, you know, about gossip. Mm. When you think back over, because the, the in in my mind um, there were these sort of. There's Felicity Ferret, and then there's Bridget Saunders, and then there was sort of Ricardo Rachel, and Rachel Blutina. Like, who who do you think did it best? Like, because like the thing, the period I most enjoyed was Bridget Saunders mid two thousands. It just felt like there was this real funny chaos about Auckland social scene. I kind of loved and that so when when Rachel Glutina came up at the same time as Bridget Saunders, and they like, had a, and there was a battle of the, the gossip. It was, yeah. Yeah. it was great, and it was savage. Because their competition is what makes you know. Like then there is, a, there is an economic incentive for you to beat your rival. So you're and and yeah. be more ahead of the game yeah. in terms of what, yeah. what what is more relevant and what's more current and what's in that instant moment of what is now the the hot gossip in town. And there was so much gossip going on. It was it was a real heyday because there were genuinely amazing celebrities. Mm. Um, you know there was tits and ass, wild affairs and everything going on and and sports stars and Yeah, like you had Matthew Ridge and Mark Ellis and Asia Rock and just, just re- naughty people being <laughs> having a naughty time. Having and, a bloody fun time. Yeah, yeah. having like, a great fun time. And then Well you were in that sort of milieu. Well, yeah, I'd be partying with all of them. I knew I <laughs> know things about all of them. <laughs> Huge gulf of champagne there. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the period we're talking about was the last pre-social media era, in a way, and yes. and in some ways it functioned as a proxy for that, and that it was, you know, a way of information sharing outside of a kind of normal ecosystems that had some of those qualities. And it's weird to think that in the social media era, which you would sort of reflexively, if you if you were to have it described to you, think oh, that's going to be. Amazing for gossip, but it kind of weirdly isn't. It's just created this new class of celebrity, which are influencers that I gather you oh, may no. or may not have an opinion on, <laughs> who don't seem, who seem to be both at once like First they should all, be cele- amazing at it, but they're not. Celebrities, are, influencers are not celebrities. They're not to be celebrated. They're just <laughs> awful. This, they're, they're, they're <laughs> stupid. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've never seen such a lack of class uh, with a type of person in an influencer. At events, they, they are nasty in a little mini conversation. Then they turn around the person they're talking to. They're all hugs and kisses. What are you up to? Where are you going? How are you? And I'm there just... What is happening? That they are so toxic. Like I'm, I'm at the, I'm in there with them, and and they've actually put me off going to events. Wow. I walk in no. there. I walk into some events, and I look, and and, and I'm just grabbing the champagne. You know, I, I have more. I have a better conversation with the the, the waiting staff <laughs> about intellectual things than than someone who's stealing pillows and. <laughs> And um wait, and then wait. two goodie bags. So you see them emptying goodie bags. And so. I'm sorry, but I have to ask. Right when we, when we get into that, but we're not influencers. We're not influencers, we but I've definitely rats. seen. I've seen you grab at, oh, at more candles than we candles. were entitled to. A coir from the cinema seats. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. You see that? You're sweeping that into your bag. That comes at a You can't blame point. an influencer for that. <laughs> the influencers don't have anything because I've maybe done maybe the same I am there. blanketing a little bit, but um. It's it's just I've been around a few of them and I've just gone, whoa! Uh, like they come they come up to me and they ask me a thousand questions, but they're not they don't even like you can t- you know I, I just come from an industry built on illusion, so I don't see any, so I can see that they don't like me, and um and so why talk to me? So I try to extricate myself, but then all of a sudden someone will turn up with a camera, Nori or someone, and then they're right on me. Can I you talk about Nori? Because you said Nori or someone. Who's or someone? Because in my mind, there is only one celebrity photographer in this country. Nori. And it's Nori. Like, Nori does his homework. He knows the who's who. And he listens to the, the PR bosses that go, we need – they'll have a list. They'll That's why a list. we've been at many events with Nori, and he once took our photo once, by grudgingly, by mistake. He was, just, he was checking the yeah. white balance yeah. <laughs> yeah. on my so, face. So, you know, like, that just shows – that's a pro, you know, when they have that kind of information. <laughs> Um, but the sp- like spy has shrunk a lot, right? Like, what do you think is the value of those social pages now? I think um, things like the spin-off uh, people are tuning into, but not necessarily the Herald. You know, it's it's not. Remember, there was the day that people would l- treasure that Sunday paper, and um, it, like, I'd you know wander up the road and grab a copy and. Um, see myself in the you know pages and people and then and Ricardo would ring me and say oh you get hate mail <laughs> about being in there and I go oh that's fantastic well the, he gets like people complain because you're there I would be in there and people would complain about me being in there well, and I would draw it up I would say things like Ricardo you know why am I standing out and he'd go <laughs> well like we would discuss that potentially it's because I'm ethnic and I'm standing out in a crowd and then people are saying you're at every party and I wasn't. So it would be one of those moments that I would reflect on where I stand in society to the people that are viewing. You know, mm. it's an interesting yeah. anthropological point of view. Look at me using mm. all these big words. I love it. It's interesting to me that the heyday of these Sunday gossip pages, in as much as they reported on the celebrities, they also made them because in that pre-internet era, they were the ones who decided who it was that we should be reading about, who it was who was interesting. Whereas now that's completely diluted with the internet. That era, certain players would really play up. Oh, yeah. For the noise. And and people would feed off it and love how naughty they were. But also, 
uh, it was edited as well. So what we got was actually less than what was happening. Right. right. Mm. Lots of keys in the bowl. Mm. Ah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I'm sure that that sort of stuff is still happening. It's just not presented to, to us in the same way because people have a greater control over what they're putting out through their own channels, right? Or no, but is he- it? Because I wonder whether it's still happening because the – Danger of, like, if everyone's walking True. around with a 4K broadcast device in their pocket at all times, you just got to be on guard. You used to get calls a lot, didn't you? Yeah, for I for s- gossip I in your own life? I still do get calls, but, um, yeah, they would ring me up and ask about, some sometimes about me in some sort of given situation or actually about other people, and they'd know I'd be privy to the information. And I would just say, yes, I do know, and no, I can't talk about it. There was an instance on an aeroplane with a wedding dress. So I was on an aeroplane down to Christchurch and um, Kate Lynch then was marrying Andrew Gordy, the, the uh, presenter of sports. And he wasn't on the flight, but she was with her entire family. And they said there was sort of a high, high collar and everything. We sat down. They were towards the back of the plane. I was right at the front. Is that... I was uh, practically sitting on the captain's lap (laughs) I think I landed the plane Um, (laughs) But when I I, She said she came up She said I've got my wedding dress There can I show it to you And and it was such a you know Wonderful moment and I said absolutely So we got off the plane I, I waited They came off the whole body of family So everyone is sort of gone and it was just sort of myself and the family. So I looked at it. It was beautiful. And I was like, wow. And, and then I gave her instruction on how she should do her hair. <laughs> <laughs> With this dress, your hair should be like this. And then we zipped it up. And I said, and I gave her a big hug and hugged the mother and the, you know, everyone else. And then they all left. And literally three minutes later, Rachel Glucina rang my phone. And I was like, hello. And she said, it's, hi, Colin, it's Rachel. You saw the dress. And I was like, how? how, What? And she goes, I want to know your opinion. And I said, yeah, I did see the dress. And who told you? And she goes, I I can't reveal that to you. And I said, Rachel, I'm not, I can't share that. This is a private thing. I think they're maybe linked to a a news story, a magazine story. And um, I'm not sharing anything like that. And I'm like, my brain is going like wildfire in the airport. I froze. I stood there. And um, and I'm looking around, yeah. and who who <laughs> talked? You know, who spoke to her? Who rang her within that moment? You know, then she said to me, "Just tell me, is it a beautiful dress?" And I said, "It's obviously a beautiful <laughs> dress. You know, it's obviously she's a beautiful woman. It's a beautiful dress. That's all. Thank you. Goodbye." Hung up the phone. Then, because I was on the cycle of uh, Baker and Top Model, I rang. TV3 publicity straight into Nicole Wood. And I said, Nicole, this just happened to me. And she said, don't say anything. I said, Nicole, (laughs) don't say anything. I've already just been through this moment. And then um, she said, what did you say? And I told her the situation. And then then she goes, oh, this is so strange. Don't worry, I'll handle it. And I said, thank you. And I wanted to be really transparent because I couldn't risk what was going to be said. Then on Sunday... The papers come out. Uh-oh. And I ran up the road and I opened the paper and it said, 
Colin was, I think, frothing or fizzing about the wedding dress. But you know what was great is I had had a direct line of clarity to say I didn't talk. Nicole would have known how honest I was. Kate, Andrew, the family, they potentially would have known through Nicole. But, you know, just betrayed in that moment to act as though I was on side with the information, my name clearly there. And I knew that whoever they'd sold their wedding story to, Women's Weekly, Women's Day, New Idea, whoever, the, all those uh, journalists would be have been going, oh, how dare Colin, not even caring to know whether it was true or not. They would have just, I could imagine they're all just quacking, you know, <laughs> uh, with all their noise and stupidity and uh, not, not valuing my integrity. In that moment. But then I did think, who... Who's the snitch? Who did it? The only people around was Kate and her family. I mean, what does that tell you? <laughs> if I bumped into you at an airport and I was about to get married, I would show you my dress and I would bring the papers. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I would do. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, we're going to be back shortly with more from Colin Mathura Jeffrey on Gossip. We'll just take a quick break, have a stretch, and we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon, like we're on the phone to you. (laughs) (laughs) Kia ora, I'm Jane, podcast manager here at The Spinoff. I'm just dropping in to recommend subscribing to The Spinoff Rec Room. It's our weekly newsletter delivered to inboxes every Wednesday and it's packed full of all our best recommendations. There's new things to watch, listen to, read, play, eat, drink or make your life that little bit better in some other way. Subscribe now at the newsletter section of thespinoff.co.nz or head over to thespinoffrecroom.substack.com to have a sneak peek first. We're back. Oh, we're back. Sorry. We're back. Um, we, we had a snack break. We did some gossiping. We did some gossiping, obviously. Nah, we actually didn't. We should have. No, we just talked about the snacks. Uh, the donut's actually quite good. I, I, I want to retract any um, shade to, towards the plucky bakery that could. I want to talk <laughs> to you about publicists because I know a few publicists who are just extraordinary all-world gossips and I think they do it because they love it and it's a natural thing to be where you, when you occupy that position but but that feels like for the most part it feels like they're doing that for fun rather than profit what's your sort of experience well, I of think, that I think that they're doing it for profit and they're having fun Oh, that I, sounds good. You know, I think that <laughs> if it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense to these people. Duncan wants to know all about uh, how publicists fit into the picture. He's just doing a mini episode of The Fold here. I, <laughs> I want to know the tea. I want to know some stories. I want to know, you can, don't have to give us names, but you must have some good stories. Well, I, I knew affairs before they were happening. I would be privy to it as oh. it was rolling out. Oh. And, so, and sometimes, again, I would feel I'm being fed the information because they're wanting the information out there. Mm. They're wanting me to loose lips, sink ships, you know, be a sack of grain and did you know. And um, But uh, that, you know, that kind of affairs and plastic surgery, and, you know, things like that have been called up and actually been told that it does have this and that and this and that, but she's saying it's a spider bite. (laughs) I I remember an anal bleaching gossip story from many, many years ago. Do you remember that one? Yeah. 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 And now that's just like, honestly, every man and his dog on Instagram, they're basically showing you how it's done. But that was like a big deal at the time. So where did this come from? There was a celebrity who was part of the New Zealand celebrity. Charlotte. It was Charlotte. And it was just this big story that she had anal bleaching done and we were all mortified. The thing about Charlotte was she was so open. If you asked her, she she would have shown you. 
<laughs> I mean, I remember having a, I was in the bathroom with someone who had just had their breasts augmented and she, she just, she dragged me into the toilet, ripped open her top and said, look at my tits. And I was like, wow, they're amazing. And she goes, grab them. And I was like, oh, uh, uh. And then Charlotte walks in, pulls her panties down and goes for a whistle. <laughs> and I'm thinking, where am I? Why me? Your world is wild. Why me? <laughs> Someone at the Casey Clinic once told me the reason I was suffering from bad skin was because I had too many secrets. Now I look at you. Whoa, 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 whoa. You have very good skin. Yeah. That happened to me. That's like, that's a medical practice. <laughs> this was like well, a pr- pr- medical she professional. Did, she did preface it with, I'm not supposed to tell people this. Whoa, so yeah, that's no, no, like not reason, a doctor's though. advice. But anyway, she genuinely said that. She was like, keeping too many secrets is bad for your skin. But I look at someone like yourself and I don't see that. 49 years 49 old. 49 years old. Gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think that uh, too many secrets are. Like I think anything that we overtly carry on our shoulders and we suffer under will have a physical manifestation. Mm. I'm really shocked about the big words I'm using. I think I'm I trying know. to impress Jane. Oh, my God. Wow. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I know no big words. I know. Even I'm surprised. <laughs> I know no. <laughs> I, know no I, thought be, I thought it was going to be Duncan, but it's you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate that. That but, is gossip. But I, but I think it is a... Ma- it is potentially a manifestation, but I, mm. but that, it's also noise and nonsense. It probably is because you're eating things that you're <laughs> got an allergy to. And oh, exactly. <laughs> Calls it as he sees Alex. <laughs> Have a donut. <laughs> hey, um, are affairs the holy grail of gossip? I think they are because they represent breakups of relationships, uh, which we as humans hold as something really special. Mm-hmm. You know, the unfortunate thing is there's always the person that's thrown in the negative light sometimes when a relationship is over just let it be over Colin thank you so very much we could probably talk forever but we can't because Duncan's got to go there's another podcast that's supposed to start recording four minutes ago so uh, we just want to say a big 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 thank you and we appreciate that you have just such good humour about our Colin's Cranny segment oh I love it this is the biggest cranny yet in a way (laughs) it is this is this is full cran cavernous (laughs) <laughs> I, oh, cavernous even. No, I love it. And more power to you guys. And yeah, just keep it up. I think people really appreciate what they get from the spinoff and all of you. Even you, Duncan. Oh, <laughs> even you, Duncan. And That's on that so note, fine. thank you, Colin. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Tina, for recording. And thank you guys for enjoying Gossip Week on the spinoff. When's your fiftieth? That's just next year. And do we? And it's going to be a ball. Are we going to? Are we will make that's the a list? gossip. Of course. Oh, love it. <gasps> a ball. A ball. I want to do something I've really. Never special. been to a ball. Colin's cranny. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Kia ora e te iwi, te Aihe Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.